Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Welcome to the Punk Rock and Beer Podcast. What's up, everybody? I am Finn McKenty. This is the Punk Rock NBA Podcast. Today's episode is another bonus that is the audio version of a video I put out on my second channel a couple weeks ago. This one is to answer the question that comes up a lot of, should I have a business account or should I use my personal account to promote the thing that I'm doing, whether that's a business or a band or whatever else? The short answer is that I think business accounts are mostly bullshit, and I will talk about exactly why in this episode. But before we get into that, there are a couple things you can do to support the show if you are so inclined. Number one, sharing it on social media always helps a lot. Number two, if you're interested in supporting us on Patreon, we really, really, really appreciate that if you really like the show. That is what enables us to do this whole thing. Patrons get access to every episode a week early. There's a members-only private Discord server where you can hang out and talk to me and everybody else. There's also a way for me to review your music or video or portfolio or anything else you want me to look at. There's a link to that in the show notes if you're interested. And with that out of the way, let's get into the show. What's up, everybody? I am Finn McKenty. This is my second channel where I talk about business and marketing, personal development, all that kind of stuff that's not really a fit for my main channel because it's not about music. In this video, I'm gonna answer one of the most common questions that I get, which is what do I do with my company or my business social media accounts? And this applies to bands, like I said, just whenever I say business or company, just substitute the word band. Usually it goes something like this. I've been posting every day on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, and we make these YouTube videos, but nobody watches them. The reach sucks. We don't get any engagement. Like, what am I doing wrong? And my answer basically is that I think company social media accounts kind of suck. I'm not gonna say that they're useless. I do think you should have them. But for the most part, I just don't really think people want to interact with company social media accounts. For one, just from a practical perspective, if you follow a company, you know what they're gonna do. They're gonna try to sell you shit, right? That's what they're here to do. And there's nothing wrong with that, but just like, why would you choose to follow that unless you're a super, super, super mega fan? And second, from like kind of a bigger picture psychological perspective, we are programmed to connect with other individual humans, not companies. Like, if you think about how our brains work, the idea of a company or a brand or something like that didn't exist at all until a couple hundred years ago. And I think psychologically, it's just not part of the way that we want to interact with the world. We want to follow individual people, follow their stories, get to know them, hear what they think. But when it comes to companies, it's just like this faceless entity. We can't connect like an individual human to it in most cases. If you go to the grocery store and you get like some Doritos or something, you ever notice on the back, it'll say like, follow us on Instagram. And I wanna know who's like, good idea, thank you for the suggestion. And they take out their phone and like, search for Doritos. I love this account. I'm so glad that I chose to follow Doritos today on Instagram. Just doesn't happen, right? Like, why would you? 
And this is the entire reason why the industry of like influencer marketing and sponsorships and endorsements exists. Skateboarding is another good example of this. Why do they pay skaters a bunch of money to represent their brand in ads and at events and anywhere else? Well, it's because people want to connect with individual humans. I like girl skateboards because Eric Costin rides for them. It's not the other way around. We don't like Eric Costin because he rides for girl. We like girl because Eric rides for them. It always starts with the individual, then the company. And so that is actually what I think you should do with your social media accounts as an individual and a company. I think you should have a company social media account, but I think your personal account should be where you put like 90% of your energy. So the main idea here is that you're gonna to continue to use your personal accounts, but the story that you're telling on that personal account is gonna change from just like, here's what I had for breakfast today, and wow, I had fun going to the park, and like whatever just random bullshit people post on the personal accounts, you're going to change and start to tell the story of yourself as the person who is running this business. For example, like my friend Brian Sow, who I've been working with a little bit on his social media, instead of like Brian the dude that lives in Queens and did whatever today, now he is Brian the guy that's open a sandwich shop and everything that he talks about on his social media ladders up to that and as you may be saying to yourself right now this is not some like groundbreaking strategy that i just discovered this is a well-known proven blueprint people have been using it for years probably the most notable example would be elon musk elon's personal accounts are his personal accounts but the story that he's telling is about himself as the guy who's running tesla and spacex and the boring company and whatever the fuck else he does. It's Elon, the entrepreneur, Elon, the business operator. And it works. I mean, if you look at the engagement on say like Tesla's Twitter versus Elon's Twitter, it's night and day. Because again, people wanna follow Elon. They wanna follow a human being, not a company. And of course, as an individual, he can also say all kinds of crazy shit that would be totally inappropriate to say from a company account. So you have a lot more creative freedom as well. Another good example of this that I always use because he's a cool guy and he just does it really well is Randall Pitch from Live Fit Apparel. As you might guess from the name, it is a clothing brand in the like fitness gym kind of space. And he does an amazing job of this. Like if you look at his bio, it's perfect. CEO X designer. And if you look at his social media on his personal account, everything he does ladders up to that story that he's telling of himself as the CEO and designer of Live Fit. So that's the real key. To do this right, like think of it kind of like playing a character, but not really, because that sounds kind of disingenuous and phony. And this is not phony at all. It's real, and that's why it's gonna work, because what you will do on your personal account is just document the story of what you do. It's all about storytelling. Like think about every documentary that you've ever seen, behind the scenes kind of thing of some product or company being developed, like any of these behind the scenes video game kind of stories. There's usually one character that they follow through like the whole story. Story. Because again, that's how our brains work. We are programmed for two things. Number one, storytelling. Like this is a well-documented thing in psychology called narrative bias. We're programmed to more heavily weight and remember information when it comes in story form. And number two, I don't know if there's a name for this in psychology, there probably is, but just the bias we have towards following individuals. So just think about like your personal social media accounts is almost like your own little documentary of what you're doing as you're running this business. And you might say, well, I don't wanna spam my friends and family and my personal accounts with stuff about my business. Business. And think about it this way. If you can't even get your friends and family to care about this story, how in the world could you ever expect strangers to care about it? 
When you do this right, this isn't spam. This is like cool content. People are gonna be excited to see it. They're gonna be like, wow, it's really cool that you're doing this. Thank you so much for sharing. So if you're worried about spamming, just don't be a spammer. It's as simple as that. Put yourself in their shoes. Like, would you want somebody to post links every day to their fucking company's website? No, so don't do that. Now, does that mean you can never talk about the movie that you just saw or what you had for lunch or your vacation or something like that? No, absolutely not. That is part of being a well-rounded person. People want to know who's behind this business. They want to know who you are, and that includes your personal life. And so you can and should post that stuff. You just need to find the right balance. I think of it maybe as like 80 or 90% of your content is going to be telling the story of yourself as the business owner. 10 or 20% of it is going to be the kind of personal stuff that just like fills in the gaps of who you are. And that personal stuff will actually directly benefit your business. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, what's up? This is Blake Wyland. I'm the host of the Tone Mob podcast. It's a show where I interview guitar people about guitar stuff. We talk about their pedals, their amps, their accessories, their preferences, all that stuff, as well as a healthy dose of whatever comes up. Topics have ranged from aliens to addiction and anywhere in between. Oh yeah, and pizza. We're definitely going to be talking about pizza. So get the show wherever you're listening to this podcast at. Just search The Tone Mob in your search bar and it will pop right up. Come join us. We're having a lot of fun. Thanks for checking it out. But first, I want to thank DistroKid for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. If you're not familiar, DistroKid is a digital music distribution service that musicians use to put their music into online stores and streaming services. So in plain language, if you have ever wondered how to get your music on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, Amazon, Deezer, Tidal, and many, many more, there's like dozens and dozens of different streaming services. DistroKid is the way to do it. It is super easy. I have used it to put my music on Spotify. It took me maybe five minutes to like set it up and upload everything. It's legitimately awesome. I am sincerely a fan of this company and their product. And for those of you who have asked, you can also upload your music to TikTok with DistroKid. And if you want a chance to get featured on DistroKid's Spotify playlists, You can do that by submitting a song through Spotlight and getting your fans to vote for you. You can also use Hyperfollow to get more Spotify followers. You can promote your new release as well as Spotify Canvas. That's where there's the video in the background in the player. And when you share it on Instagram, it shares that video too to make your Spotify release pop. And Spotify Canvas is available to all DistroKid artists. Like I said, as you can probably tell from this, like I am sincerely a fan of DistroKid. DistroKid can do everything I just talked about and so much more. So be sure to sign up with my link, which is in the show notes for this episode, to get 7% off your first year. That link is in the show notes of this episode or go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash the punk rock NBA. And thanks again to DistroKid for sponsoring this episode. Let's say that you're a graphic designer and you have a meeting with a potential client and you're one of three people bidding on this project. And all of you are roughly as good and are charging roughly the same amount. So as of now, it's like a three-way tie. 
but let's say that you and this person you're talking to follow each other on social media and yesterday you posted something about how you went on a camping trip and you were really excited because you are into bird watching and you saw this one kind of rare bird that you've been looking for for years. And it turns out that the client you're about to sit down with is also into bird watching. Now he or she is gonna be super excited about this. You guys are gonna geek out about birds for 10 or 15 minutes before you even start talking about the project. And guess who's gonna get the project? If there's three people who are all equally good and all charging a similar amount, if you have some sort of personal connection with one of them like that, that's who you're gonna go with. So think about it roughly as like 80 or 90% of your content is gonna be about establishing credibility and telling the story of yourself as the person running this business. And then the other 10 or 20% is gonna be the color commentary, just fleshing out who you are as a human. All right, so that's your personal account. What do you do with your company accounts? But the key here is like, how do you have company social media accounts that don't feel like empty and abandoned without having to put a bunch of time into them? Because running two social media accounts at a high level is more than a full-time job. So here's what I would recommend. This is not gonna work for everybody, but for most companies, if you just post like once a week from the company account, that's probably enough. And what I would do is just take one piece of content from your personal account, repost it on the company, account just change the text so that it sounds like it's coming from a company rather than an individual like instead of saying I just finished up this project with this client and I'm really proud of it because blah 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 say we just finished up this client with this project and we are very proud of it because of blah 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 simple as that don't worry about trying to grow your company accounts. For the most part, nobody really cares or expects you to have a lot of followers. Like nobody is going to choose whether to work with you or not based on how many followers your company has, you know, unless you're in like the social media management space or whatever. But by and large, nobody really cares how many followers your company has. So just take that pressure off of yourself, put that energy into managing your personal account. And I bet you'll get like two or three times the results you were getting trying to do that stuff on your company account because company accounts, it's like pushing against the river. You can try and try and try, and maybe you'll like make one inch of progress, but if you put all that same amount of energy into your personal account, you would have made like a foot of progress. Doing stuff on company accounts is just playing on hard mode for no reason, so I would say just stop, don't do it. Focus on your personal accounts, and I think you'd be glad you did. Again, everything that I just said here applies to bands as well as companies. Like, instead of being like, I'm Brian and I had eggs for breakfast this morning. Wow, yum, ketchup on eggs is great. Now it's like, I'm Brian the drummer. And the story of my life is that I'm trying to turn music into my full-time job. Follow me on this journey as I try to make this happen. Again, it's almost like you're the main character in this documentary that all your social media friends are watching. Don't like announce that you're announcing a new single two weeks from now, like don't do that shit. All that like spammy, desperate local band stuff. Stop doing all that stuff immediately because it does not work and it's not Facebook's fault, it's your fault because nobody wants to see your announcement about an announcement about an announcement. Nobody cares unless you're Bring Me The Horizon. But anyway, like I said, everything I talked about in this video, just substitute the word band for company and it works just the same. So there you go, I hope that was helpful. A reminder, if you haven't, I would love it if you would sign up for the Punk Rock NBA newsletter. I put it out once a week with a link to all the content that I've released this week, videos, podcasts, if I did any interviews or other press stuff that might be cool. There's also links to what me and Deanna have been reading and watching and listening to. There's a link to that in the description if you wanna check it out. And with that, I'm gonna sign off for now, but 
I will see you next time. All right, my friends, that does it for this episode of the podcast. If you made it this far, thank you. Thank you for listening. We sincerely appreciate each and every one of you. If you want to help the show, there's a couple things that you can do. First of all, share it on social media. If you share it, tag us, tag Finn McKenty, that's me, and tag Deanna Chapman, that's a producer. Second thing you can do, if you really, really, really love us and really want to support us, you can support us on Patreon. There's a link to that in the show notes. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you're listening to this, or you can do none of that. And you can just sit at home, think about how awesome this podcast is. That works too. Again, thank you very much to each and every one of you for listening. We sincerely appreciate it, and we'll see you next time. I don't think it overstates things to say that the Beatles were the greatest gift to entertainment and culture of our time, a secular religion, if you will, with their universal appeal and demonstrable impact on people's lives. I'm Robert Rodriguez, host of Something About the Beatles. With every episode, I speak with historians, musicians, artists, and Beatle witnesses, all in the service of fresh insights into the most joyous cultural entity the world has ever known. I hope you'll join me and listen to Something About the Beatles, now at Evergreen, and wherever you get your podcasts. Well, hey, friends. My name is Zach Lupiton. You may know me from the band Dust Bowl Revival, but I also host a music discovery podcast called The Show on the Road. For the last five seasons, I've been able to dive deep and have intimate chats with folks like the Lumineers, Andy DeFranco, Wolfpack, Keb Moe, Lake Street Dive, Bela Fleck, and more. So guess what? After 150 conversations with some of my favorite songwriters from around the world, we are bringing brand new episodes to the Osiris Network. New interviews and intimate acoustic performances will be coming at you this summer. And which episodes are coming next, you ask? I am Zach Goody, the lead singer for the band Smash Mouth. Our band is called Milky Chance. We are based in Berlin. My name is David Shaw. I sing and write songs with my band, The Revivalists. Trust me, these conversations go some wild places. So subscribe to the show on the road on Osiris, and we'll see you soon. Again.